Before we start the show, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your support. This podcast is a labor of love, and we are so grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen, to share a praise report or a prayer request, to leave a review, or even share our pod with a friend. You mean the world to us. We recently launched a monthly sponsorship option to help us keep bringing you new episodes. So if you can, please consider subscribing. You can find the link in our show notes. And if you can't, commit to a monthly sponsorship. Please consider leaving us a review or sharing with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and helps us keep the show going. Thank you so much. Now, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between, sinner saints, and I don't know if I am or I ain't. This is another appreciative episode of Yas Jesus. I'm your host, Azariah Southworth, and I'm here with our freaking deacon. Ross Marie, and happy to be here. Thankful for stand-ins as, as we are. Danny's busy doing stuff, so get to, uh, get to fill in, which is great. And here at Yas Jesus, we believe... Gobble, gobble, bitches. Okay, so that's not really a belief, but it was fun to say, and that's where I want to go with this episode, because it is the Thanksgiving-a-thon. It is Thanksgiving, and we're going to find ways to celebrate and be thankful, and we can be thankful for turkey, right? Right. Yes, and amen. I am thankful and grateful for... The question is... So I found this article, and I think this is a really cool profile of a couple churches that happened in, in Baltimore, and I want to talk about this. It's a partnership. There are two really, really different per, uh, churches that exist in Baltimore that kind of molds the old and the new, the really traditional, the really contemporary, but very, very focused on welcome and inclusion. So there was this great feature in the Baltimore Sun about St. Mark's Church, which is a church that is more than 161 years old, and then Dreams and Visions, which was founded in 2018. They're both rooted in LGBTQ affirmation and inclusivity, and they are both led by the Reverend Emily Scott, who is a queer and genderqueer pastor committed to building communities of faith that dismantle fear and hate, affirm LGBTQ people, and confront racial injustice. Yes. I love it. These are good. These are good places. And the two churches, they are different. They work together. They're not merging. They're each going to keep their own distinct like worship styles. So St. Mark's is a mix of straight and LGBTQ people, very traditional worship. The like high church liturgy queens, we're going to love it there. It's people singing <laughs> hymns, organ music, things in robes, liturgy, incense, sermons, right? Dreams and visions is like artsy and freestyle. So last year they did a Christmas pageant. They had a transgender woman playing the Virgin Mary. They used drag queens to play the three wise men. Ooh, did this top our queerest Christmas pageant episode? Nothing. It couldn't ever. have. Nothing ever, Azariah, <laughs> can top our queerest Christmas pageant ever from 2020 until the one for 2021 comes out. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. We're working on things, folks. Um, but even with how too different those churches are, they're going to keep working together on outreach initiatives. They're doing something like a queer supper, community meals that are cooked at St. Mark's and given to LGBTQ people, other food insecure residents in the surrounding neighborhoods. So they're really finding ways to engage with the neighborhood in deep and meaningful ways. 
Wow. Well, you heard it here, folks. If you are in the Baltimore area, go check it out. St. Mark's or Dreams and Visions or try them both and let us know what you think. Yeah, please do a compare contrast. And we would love to hear your reviews of the place too. If you've got a welcoming faith community, tell us that because we can lift it up and profile it. Yeah. And you never know who's listening who may not be aware that it's available in their area too. So drop us a line at yasjesuspod.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the website, click on where it says record. And that's as easy as it is. It's easy, Ross. Easy peasy. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get my praise on and get on my knees for some prayer. I have a prayer request. Um, This one came from Simon, and I'm going to read this here. Hello, my name is Simon. I was raised in a somewhat semi-Christian household, but now I wish to explore the religion and deepen my relationship with God. There is one problem, though. I recently started reading the New Testament to, for real, to further my understanding of exactly what is written in these texts. That was until I stumbled upon Romans 1, 26, 27. We'll get into that in a second. (laughs) Um, Until now, Jesus' words have been about kindness, love, and charity. But what I am reading in Paul's letters, especially Romans, I am starting to question if I belong in the faith as a gay man or if I am just fooling myself. How can I stand by a faith that so frankly calls gay sexual relations unnatural and shameful? Therefore, I am asking you guys what your thoughts are on Romans 1, 26 to 27. But I am also asking you to pray that if I truly belong with God, and if he really loves me and doesn't call me unnatural and shameful, that I will come over this obstacle in my journey of faith. Thanks, guys. Simon. So, first of all, for folks that don't know, Romans 1, 26, 27, this is probably now down as a future episode that we've got to, we got to do something about. It's uh, the beginning of Paul's letter to the Romans. And there's a whole setup of like, you're not like those Gentiles and God gave them up to their lustful passions and the men were consumed with lust for each other and the women were consumed with lust for each other. And Sounds so, like yes, a good time. It, it, I'm t- I'm it, it's being, it's, be, it's being given up to your passion. Um, <laughs> One of the things I want, I think we've done an episode on Paul and Paul has all sorts of thoughts and opinions. And Mm -hmm. Paul is a, is a character that is working through a lot of his own shit, quite honestly, and does a lot of it in front of other people. And I think that's the first thing to remember. Paul is absolutely human. Um, You have to take that into context though. mm -hmm. And, and, and like Paul just got done being committing genocide really with the Christians. Right. And she's like a new convert, and she's like, all right, girls, listen up. I'm the authority on the church now, okay? Like, dear Romans, you are doing this and this wrong. You know, like, you aren't folding your towels the right way. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's kind of what, what Paul was after is, you know, like, when we look in the historical context, right, and maybe you'll want to get into this, is that there was temple worship that was going on, and sexual acts were being used as a form of worship within the temple, and Paul was really saying, this is against our tradition. This is what I learned from a book called What the Bible Really Says About Homosexuality, written by Daniel A. Helminiak. 
Um, you can get it on Amazon for eight ninety nine right now, girls. So um, if you really want to know what Paul says about Romans 1, that's a great resource for you. And that's kind of what I learned. Is, is, is that the common uh, historical context that's given with it, Ross, that you're aware of? Well, there's, there, there's that. And then there's, there's another thing. One I think is the most important thing is when you get past Romans 1, 26, 27, you get to Romans chapter 2, verse 1, which instantly starts with, therefore, you should not judge others lest you be judged. And so, there's, Paul does a lot of rhetorical stuff. He's very Roman in this thing, in, in that he, he is building up an argument and he's trying to make you be like, well, at least we're not like those people. At least we're not like those Gentiles over there. And then he like turns it and he's like, guess what? You're just as bad as they are. Um, and so like at the moment that people start feeling like they can, you know, they're putting someone else down, then the condemnation turns on them. And all of this really do keep reading Romans because my favorite passage of scripture in the whole Bible, I, I, I put out a, uh, we put a TikTok out about it too, is from Romans 8. And it, this is the same letter to the same group of Romans that starts with this and then ends with, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And so you just, you, you have to like realize he is building a rhetorical argument and do not get hung up on that because where he's going to end with is somewhere completely different. Come on, freaking deacon. Yeah. Okay. That, that was <laughs> that that prayer request got a sermon out of me and probably is going to get a future episode. <laughs> Good, because that's something to explore and so something really dissect. And one more thing, Simon, I would encourage you to consider. I was having a, a conversation with a friend recently who's talking about why they choose not to participate in their Christian tradition that they grew up in anymore. And they said it's because they view it as like being in an abusive relationship, why would I want to be in a relationship with a God that condemns me in his book, you know, that Simon is seeing in, in Romans 1, 26, 27 right now. And I said, look at it this way, instead of like looking at like not going back to an abusive relationship, think of it as like, yeah, or I just shared with him how I see it. I was like, I think of it as a dinner table and God is the chef and the one making the dinner. And the people that I'm keeping company with at this dinner table are telling me something that doesn't sit right with me and, you know, isn't making my appetizer go down very well. You know, like, uh, like this wine isn't good over here. I'm going to go over here and see, you know, so the conversations that are often had are that we don't belong at this table, you know, but sometimes you just got to go down the table a little bit more to find your people that you, that, that you can eat dinner with and, and enjoy communion with. Um, and so that's how I, I kind of see it. So Simon, we're praying for you. That's what Simon, <laughs> yeah, we, we will pray for you. We, you you've inspired us. There's more that's going to happen. Okay. We, yeah. We've got a praise <clears throat> report. You, you take that one. All right. Our praise report comes from someone anonymous. So anonymous says, thank you so much for this podcast and all that you do. I am a bisexual woman who was raised Catholic and then stepped away from my Christianity for many years because I just couldn't go along with the church's many problematic views. I explored other types of spirituality throughout the years, but nothing ever felt right. I've been experiencing some difficult health issues and things feel very scary right now. Yesterday was very difficult and I found myself reaching out for the presence of Jesus. I was instantly comforted. It gave me hope that I might be able to return to a version of Christianity that makes me feel seen, valued, and loved. Please pray for me as I begin my journey back to Jesus. Oh, that is that is praise, um, and and there's prayer in there too. 
Okay, you called yourself anonymous, but you are seen and valued and loved. I think that is important, and you need to know that, and you need to hear that. And, and, I, and I wish I knew your name. I, I'm, I don't want to make up a name for you. I feel like I'd call you Jackie if I did, but I don't know if Jackie's at all close, at all right. But, um, you know, you have stepped away, and you are coming back into the faith and finding a way to do it in that is right for you. And I think that's what's incredibly important and incredibly powerful. So I give thanks and praise for that. Absolutely. And when she said, or I I used to say she, um, when they said that they felt the presence of Jesus, what that reminded me of was when we talked about in the miracles episode, how the miracle is the conversion from fear to faith or fear to Mm. love. Yeah. And to me, like you got to experience that. And so you experienced a miracle because you experienced the presence of Jesus. So I hope you keep getting to experience that. So that's the praise that I heard in that. Yay. Yes. Praise for you. Nice. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to just take a little tiny little break, children. But when we come back, we're going to have our scripture of the day. back and it's time for the scripture of the day scripture of the day scripture of the day it's so good (laughs) our scripture of the day comes from psalm 107 1 to 3 let's hear it oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those he redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and the south. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Um, People that are gathered from the east and the west and the north and the south. I love that. That is beautiful to me. That's a great Thanksgiving scripture. I love that. Because that's really what it's about. It's about coming together, getting together, and saying, let's give thanks. Yeah, I'm getting to travel to be with my family for Thanksgiving this year. And so I am gathered from the East, and I am back in the Midwest and going up North and getting to be with family. And I am super thankful and excited because I I didn't do it last year. In COVID, we, we... canceled travel and we stayed home. And so this time um, I'm going to be with family and I'm very, very excited about it. Good. I'm glad you're getting that. A lot of people I think are going to be able to have that this year for the first time. Yeah. And that's really exciting. That's valuable. So for Thanksgiving this week, we wanted to dedicate the whole show to the very uplifting, the very holy act of giving thanks. Mm -hmm. It's right there in the name, Ross. The name of the holiday, giving thanks, Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving appears a lot in the Bible. You just heard we had that scripture of the day that came from Psalm 107, um, but there's more. There's also First Thessalonians 5.18. Yes, she can say Thessalonians. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
And I know Danny's not here, so I'm trying to channel him. I can think of him talking about his mom and her attitude of gratitude and the 30-day gratitude challenge, um, talking about how to be thankful for what you have. This is this is incredibly important. It's a big part of our faith. It's a big part. Of, it, it changes our outlook on life. And I think that is incredibly important. So, that is why today for this episode, we want to give you a nonstop hour or, or I don't know, maybe 35 minutes of Thanksgiving. It, it's kind of like the praise reports that we do regularly, but this time we are doing the whole show dedicated to prayers of Thanksgiving. We are making this a Thanksgivathon, Azariah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pass the gratitude. I am ready to go for an hour long ride of Thanksgiving and gratitude. I'm here for it. We put out a call on social media over the last couple of weeks asking you, our listeners, to call in with what you're giving thanks for. Yes. So the phone lines are open. Operators are standing by. Actually, no, we've already recorded them. We and so, But we wanted to play some of the most meaningful, some of the most heartfelt, and quite frankly, some of the funniest messages that we got for you, the listener, to join with us. And these message from these messages from our listeners are going to put you right in the Thanksgiving spirit, honey, and infuse you with the attitude of gratitude that we all need to get through the t- good times and the bad. Okay, so we're going to get started. We have got an audio recording that is from Katie. So let's roll tape. My name is Katie. I live in Brussels, Belgium, and I am very thankful for chocolate. Yeah. I love that. That's a good starter, right? Katie, Belgium, chocolate. Honey, there's, there's, is there a better place to be for a chocolate lover than in Belgium? No, that is, Belgium does have the best chocolate. I was in exchange. I got to live in Belgium for a year and all we did was eat chocolate, waffles, and drink beer because the beer there is also incredible too. And you're still a twink. I'm still, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still an old man. I'm a daddy now. Zaddy. I'm playing zaddy for myself. After Honey, eating. if I was just eating Belgian waffles and chocolate all day, I would have quickly advanced from otter to, to cub real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yes, chocolate. That is an excellent thing to be thankful for. Thank you, Katie. I love Thank you, that. Katie, for that. Well, we have one that was written to us from Louise. She says, hello, my name is Louise. I'm 17 years old and I identify as a lesbian. My pronouns are she, they. I'm thankful for many things in my life. First of all, I am extremely thankful for my dad, who I came out to about two months ago. I was afraid for so many years, but it was honestly so much easier than I would have thought. He took it so well and reassured me that he will always love me. I'm also very thankful for my friends and just in general, everyone who's there for me when I need someone to talk to. I could write so many more things I'm thankful for, but these two are probably the top things. Oh, Louise, she's got a good support system. Louise, you do have a good support system. You've got a good network of friends that is absolutely vital and important and absolutely something to be thankful for. And I think especially coming out to family is always a little scary, a little difficult, a little anxiety producing. And the fact that you have a dad who, you know, probably 
probably was scary to come out to. And the fact that he was good and accepting and was reassuring that he'll always love you, that is a gift. And that is absolutely something you should always be thankful for. So you are you are blessed. You are double blessed with friends and with family. Praise. Praise, praise, praise. We love it. Praise God, Louise. Love it. Okay, we have another audio submission, and this one comes to us from Eric. My name's Eric. I'm from Miami. And this Thanksgiving, well, every Thanksgiving, I'm most thankful for Pepto Bismol. <laughs> what, what are you eating for Thanksgiving? What is he trying to do? What are you trying to do? Do you. <laughs> Is, is that for settling? Is that for cleaning out? What's the Pepto-Bismol for? Do you bathe in it? Yeah, are there additional uses for Pepto-Bismol that I just don't know about? Or is that just like just a turkey thing? You know, as I get older, I see the value of Pepto-Bismol too. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. I, I honestly, I am not someone that uses Pepto-Bismol. So like I am, this is a foreign thing to me. But also I think okay. if I ever like overeat or kind of just feel bad, this is a bad mentality to have, but I'm sort of like, just push through it. Like it was good. <laughs> Enjoy it. The pain means that the food was excellent. You are from New York. <laughs> well, you, you live in New York. I think, I think New York's gotten to you by now. Yeah. Anytime you have like a, a kind of an upset stomach or some like acid reflux, I think it might be even good for, um, you know, you just want to pop a little Pepto-Bismol pill tablet thing or uh, the, the drink. It always helped me with my upset stomachs as a kid. I trust Pepto-Bismol. I love saying the word Pepto-Bismol. It is so much fun to say Pepto-Bismol. So why, good for you, Eric. That's thankful knowing. for. <laughs> I also, if you, I've heard this, if you take too much Pepto-Bismol on a regular basis, it turns your tongue black. <laughs> what? Has, has you, have you, I've, I've traveled, I've traveled with folks, like when you go to like Thailand or something, a place that, that you're not used to the food. And so then like uh -huh. you get some of the, as people would kind of just like preemptively take it every day and then their tongue would, would turn black, like for a couple of days. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't also, know that. That's a fun Eric, aspect of Pesco Yeah. Send us a picture of your tongue. Yeah, Eric, we need to see your tongue. We have to know. We have to send, know. Send that to yesjesuspod.com. <laughs> Or or Tweet send it at us. our social media. Yeah, we, we just send us send us a DM on TikTok of your tongue. We're gonna need that TikTok on TikTok a TikTok tongue. <laughs> send it send it to us on that ticky tacky ticky tacky tongue the ticky tacky tongue. Okay, we've got uh, we got another recording. I am loving this. This is fun. Um, we've got Jessica who is giving her own offering of thanks. Let's hear from her. My name is Jessica. I'm from Villa Park, Illinois, and I am thankful for science. My six-year-old child is getting his first COVID vaccination shot tomorrow, and I'm just about in tears of joy thinking about the amount of relief I'm going to feel knowing that he's that much safer thanks to scientists and the wonderful people out there doing research and development. So much to be grateful for on that front with science in the past two years that we've lived through. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I, in our lifetime, I mean, honestly, science, what a great thing to be grateful for, like, and, and, to, and to bring up and to remind ourselves to be grateful for, because so how many more of us will we, would we have lost during the pandemic had it not been for our scientists and, and science giving us the vaccine? Yeah, I, I sort of feel like... I mean, I feel like science has always been there, kind of running in the background, making changes, making things better in life. And then 
now in the last two years, we realized how absolutely necessary it is. <laughs> it's like, like, girl, we need you. Get in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it's the, yeah, it's like the under, it, what, what is it? It's the, you know, it's the, it's the one that you didn't realize was going to be the prom queen, but like, oh, this is reliable. And <laughs> now, like, now I recognize you for the beauty that you are. It's like a, yeah. it's like a nineties teen rom-com of like, oh my goodness, you've been in my life this whole time. How did I not know? It was science you. Was it was you, science, duckling. all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, good <laughs> Thanksgiving, there, Jessica. We give thanks for that, and happy for you and your family. All right, our Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving on. Given right. we, we're giving gone some thanks. Big thanks. We're giving, giving gone, gone some thanks. <laughs> continues it continues here honey so we have another written one from jesse and it is short and sweet jesse says thankful for my friends who made me giggle hard during this past year i love a good hard giggle (laughs) don't we all (laughs) sometimes it's just just what you need see See, now now you've got a good hard giggle. That's that's beautiful. See? Just keep giggling. We were laughing and giggling so hard. Um that was that's a line from Savannah Smiles, which was an old 80s movie that I watched as a kid. Oh my. What is it called? Savannah Smiles. Savannah Smiles. Yes, it's like two Is it going to make you giggle hard? Two, yes, it'll make it'll make you giggle so hard. Um, it, it it's like two petty thieves who steal a car with a uh, with a little girl who is hiding out from her parents in the back seat, and she teaches these two criminals how to love. I'm actually now that I think about it with like a 2021 lens, it's probably a horrible theme of like, oh, these two criminals had a little girl in their presence. That's not a good idea, but it was a it was a wholesome movie, and it made you giggle, <laughs> and we were laughing and giggling so hard. <laughs> But it was a wholesome movie. <laughs> but it's a wholesome movie. Wholesome. And so we are yeah, grateful we, for those wholesome movies. Wholesome. There's a wholesome giggle. I am sure that Jesse is giving some wholesome giggles right now as he's hearing us <laughs> talk about him. Probably. Probably. All, all, all the wholesome ones. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is fun. Okay, one another one. Uh, this is from Jack. It's another audio recording. So let's hear that one. My name is Jack from Portland, Oregon, and I'm most thankful for a couple of things. One is my own vocation, as it's taken me 30 years to finally decide to go into ordained ministry as a member of the Word and Service roster for the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. I came out in the early 90s and realized that there wasn't a place for me to serve in the church at that time, so I'm thankful to move forward in that formation for myself. And I'm also thankful for good health. Um, I've really placed a lot of energy and emphasis on my mental, spiritual, and physical health. And it's already paying dividends, and I I continue to focus on this in the new year. Many blessings. I love that. People that are calling, that are following their calling. Like, this is... This is something we should be thankful for. And and I will say, as a fellow word and service person, that's what deacons are. We're word and service. Like, the church and the world both need what we're doing. They, they need folks that are 
that are discerning and following the will of God and then just doing it out in the world in some way. And that's, that's what I think folks are. And it takes a while to like figure out what the, you know, what am I supposed to be doing with this life? So Jack, you getting the start of that, I think is so incredibly important. I'm going to say, I'm also grateful for those who have paved the way for those places and spaces to exist in the church today. So all the theologians, all the mystics, all of the, just the people who have plowed the ground, honey, <laughs> and, and made that a reality. Amen. I'm grateful for them. Amen. That's so true. Um, I'm excited. And quite frankly, besides, besides being thankful, I, I always do this, like, look at the past and look at the future. So yes, being thankful for those that have paved the way ahead of us and so excited to see what you're going to do in the future, Jack. Like, I, I want, we want to hear back. Like, I want to hear how it goes, where you go, what you end up doing exactly, how that looks. I, th- I think it, it means that there's a future in front of you, and that is always hopeful. And that hope is something we can always be thankful for. Always, always, always. Yes, and amen. All right, we have another one from Jenny. Play that audio. Thank you for allowing me this opportunity to show my gratitude. I'm so thankful for this year um, and all the obstacles that I've been through. It has made me a stronger person. Um, It's led me to a career where I can, I've had in my back pocket for the last 15 years, um, where I can uh, put God first family second and everything else comes and goes. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the challenges and obstacles I've been through this year and every opportunity that God has brought my way. Thank you uh, for allowing me to do this. I hope everybody has a fabulous new year. Please take care. My name is Jenny. I live in Manhattan, the Little Apple, Kansas. Bye-bye. Oh, you can't, Jenny, you can't see this. Azra is blowing you kisses right now. Blowing you kisses, Jenny. Did she say she's from Kansas, Manhattan, Kansas? Manhattan, Kansas. I think she said Manhattan, the Little Apple, Kansas. The Little Apple, Kansas. Oh, so in New York. Yeah, well, Manhattan, Kansas, which they probably just used the Little Apple to sort of be. Oh, okay. Manhattan, so York, the Big Kansas. Apple. Yes. Got it. Yes. I'm there now. Got it, Jenny. You sound like a <laughs> lovely human being. I like you. You are loving God and family and, you know, everything, everything else will be fine. It'll sort itself out. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep using that attitude of gratitude that, keep, that just transforms the fear into love. So I've got another one, uh, more audio. This is Michael from Philadelphia. I, I put a note here to say what city he's from. Um, and we've got his Thanksgiving next. So let's play that one. Hi there. This is Michael from Philadelphia. And I'm just uh, so thankful for the reminder that uh, in a world that uh, you know sometimes feels increasingly forlorn, I enjoy the glimpses of God that uh, remind me that I guess the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice, so to speak, and that all things are actually being made new. I take great comfort in that. Michael, it sounds like I'm giving thanks for like you having some perspective. I, I can get very bogged down with news of the world and kind of get depressed with what's happening. And the fact that like you, you're able to look at and say, there's a long arc. It's always bent toward justice. There's going to be 
suffering now, but we're going to be okay in the long run. I feel like I constantly need to remind myself of that. So I so appreciate you saying that out loud. And believing that and implementing that in our own individual lives allows for that to manifest, I think, you know, yeah, doing yeah. justice, doing good where we can, when we can, with where we are, and with what is around us is what bends the arc towards justice. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. Like Ross said, putting, putting that to words and, and, and speaking that because it's a good reminder. And something yeah. really great to be thankful for. We need it. Thank you. Spread spread it around, Michael. Spread your perspective. Spread your justice. Bend be that be a slut for justice. Be a slut for justice. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So um, next, uh, we've got Bob, who is, I got a little note, thankful for travel, which I love. And so I want to hear this one. My name is Bobvin. I'm from Miami, and I'm thankful just to have the freedom of traveling around the U.S. today. See, I am recording this in a hotel room in Bloomington, Minnesota right now, which is not my home. So I also get to be thankful for travel. And especially especially after like a year and a half of not going anywhere, I am so grateful and happy to be traveling and going anywhere. Um, and so I'm visiting family. Uh, like I said before, I, I didn't, I didn't get to do this trip last year. And so I feel like I'm making up for lost time and I just, I, yeah, I want to get on a plane. I want to stay, I want to stay at a mid-level hotel with a free breakfast buffet. Like I want to do all the travel things. And I, 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 like Bob feels so thankful that I get to like revisit that. Yeah. This past year has taught us that even travel, the, the ability to travel and experiences different experience different places, um, is is something that is not guaranteed, and not everyone has the ability to do still for different reasons. But all of us on a mass level got to experience that, and um, I hope your travels are fun and rewarding and safe. I don't know where you go. Tell us where you go. I have a, I want a bucket list. So like, I need to hear, I need to know. (laughs) All right. We have, you won't believe this Ross. What? Are you sitting down? I am sitting down. What's happening? Listeners. Yes. Jesuits. Jesuits. We have a very special audio recording from a literal angel. (gasps) An angel. Yes. Other names, angel. So, you know, they're a literal angel. So like an angel with so the wings or just like, just like, just like that guy in the, in the nightclub that's like bare chested, but then has like the wings <laughs> on his back. Her. We love her. <laughs> so we have coming to you from the floor of studio 54 in 1987. <laughs> it is the daddy that everyone loved with those beautiful packs and angel wings. Play that audio footage from angel. <laughs> My name is Angel. I'm from Bulgaria, and I am thankful this year for my new boyfriend, my new job, and my new car. Angel from Bulgaria has a new boyfriend, a new job, and a new car. Did those come together as, like, a package deal? (laughs) Wait, is this the beginning of a country song? (laughs) This is the opposite of a country song, because in country songs, you lose all those things. (laughs) Well, the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're, be, we're, being, we're being thankful, right? Like, ooh, new job. And because I have a new job, I can afford a car. And because I have a nice car, I can get a nice boyfriend. Or I don't know what order, what order those would go in. But I feel like the fact that those happen simultaneously, that is, one, it is a sign of blessings in your life. Mm. You are very blessed as an individual. And I'm really curious if one does, like, influence the other. I think that's, um, I, I think that's really cool, too. Yeah. I mean, you're bearing, it sounds like you're bearing some good fruit in your life there, Angel, over in Bulgaria. And I might have to eat some from your tree when I come to visit. <laughs> I'm still imagining, I, 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 Angel from Bulgaria, I don't know what you look like, but I'm still going to imagine you at like the white party with angel wings on your back. <laughs> I'm there for it. I'll see you. I'll see you in Bulgaria, Angel. <laughs> Congratulations. The Bulgarian on life white party. Yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right, we have one more from a listener named Alexis who wants to express what they're grateful for. And this one is beautiful. Take a listen. I am so thankful for God. He's shown up in so many mysterious ways. For this past year, so many things that could have happened wrong. Family members that were really sick and with miracles and having faith in God that they have um they have healed completely and we just keep on struggling from things that were you felt like the world was type of ending like what's going to happen with your life and things get resolved with having faith in him and breakup that couldn't get over the breakup and somehow you found peace and tranquility within you his works in mysterious ways. And I'm always thankful for God. Yes, definitely. You got you can hear the struggle. And yeah, Alexis. Wow. You got, you've gotten through some stuff. Yeah. You can hear the gratitude in Alexis tone and, and voice. Yeah. That, it, that is a, I, I, I love that we ended on that too, because it is a, I think, I think part of gratitude is also recognizing it has been a struggle, right? It has not been an easy couple years decades, whatever, how long it's been. And I think to keep that attitude of gratitude up, even when you know that there are things that are hard and there's things that you're losing is important. And so Alexis is doing that and realizing that God is a part of their life and getting to still work in their life, even as the struggle continues. That's That to me is what gives me hope and wants me to keep going. I think that's what's really important. Yeah. I think faith so often... For me, faith allows me to see in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the chaos, the blessing still, or even even gratitude. That's what gratitude is, right? It it allows you to you're you're consciously, intentionally taking a moment to stop and say, okay, I know this, this, and this is happening, but so is this, and I have breath in my in my lungs, air in my lungs. I have food, you know. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah, I think I it's a. That. I think I mean part of gratitude, and this is a practice for us all the time with gratitude. It is always the opportunity to look, l- take stock of our lives, and realize the ways in which we are blessed. And we can also talk about the ways that we, you know, the 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 the, the things that we still struggle with. But I think we always know that we're always equipped to face that, and that's that's gratitude. And I think that's so important. And I think it's why it's so important. It's why I'm so thankful that we had so many listeners and friends and people calling in to give us their, you know, the things that they're grateful for. And the range that we got of like the long arc of the 
universe bent toward justice or getting making it through struggle along with chocolate and Pepto-Bismol, right? And and giggles and giggling so hard, right? So this is this is a thank you to the listeners and the community that continue to make Yes Jesus into the community that it is. And, and I think we don't have to limit this attitude of gratitude to just this one episode, right? It is our hope and our prayer that you will still carry these things that you are thankful for, even while you're facing challenges, and that you can recognize that God is giving you a gift every single day, and we have to stop and enjoy and revel in those gifts. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say I'm grateful for you, Ross. I'm grateful for Meredith. I'm grateful for Oddity and Danny and everyone that has made Yes Jesus what it is and in, in, in this community that we're forming. And for everyone who just shows up and uh, has, you know, been been that light and witness uh, even to me and, and allowed us to do that for others who are listening to know that God loves you, God loves you, God loves you, God loves you. So I'm grateful Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. So we do have a tithe, love offering, charity, active good that we want listeners to do. Yes. Make a list of what you're grateful for. Write it down, sweetie, and carry it around in your pocket because you never know when you're going to need to reference it or use it for a good read. <laughs> you can do it in your exactly. fanny pack or <laughs> you do it in your carry in your fanny pack, carry it in your overnight bag. Um, but carry your gratitude around with you, no matter where you are. And I think a double step is let the people that you are thankful for in your life, let them know how grateful you are for them too. We've said this many times, but we don't just want followers. We want community. So this, we are thankful for you, our community, our listeners, and we hope that, you'll, that you enjoy this community we've built. So please reach out to us. We want to know who you are. We want to feel your presence. We want to praise with you. We want to prayer with you. We want to give thanks. Um, we want, you know, we want all the, thi- all, we want all the things. I, I use the phrase all the things all the time. <laughs> all I the just, things. We want all of them. We, we want, want to giggle so hard. <laughs> we want you to gobble gobble so hard. Gobble gobble, bitches. Let's gobble gobble. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We can close out with a prayer, which I'm going to make a little recap of all these things. I think I got most of them on the list here, but let us pray. Fold your head, bow your, fold your head and bow your hands. I said that wrong. Um, God, we are so thankful for all the gifts and the blessings that you give us. The uh, communities like uh, St. Mark's and dreams and visions and places that are old and places that are new. We're thankful for the struggle, things like what Simon is dealing with, um, re-emerging back into faith and scripture and finding hangups and difficulties with Paul and with Romans. And we continue to pray that you are going to be with Paul and uh, with Paul and with Simon to constantly communicate your love and your care. And for our anonymous bisexual woman who is stepping back into the church and feeling the presence of Jesus. These are folks to give thankful thanks for and to care for. And so we also give thanks for coming out to support a family and friends, giggles with friends, chocolate, Pepto-Bismol, thank, faith in God, um, for being led into service as an ordained minister and for good health. Yes. And 
we give thanks also for Jenny, who's thankful for the obstacles that helped her grow, for Michael, who is thankful for glimpses of God in their daily life, Jessica, who is thankful for science. Thank you, Lord, for science. For Bob, who is thankful to travel again. Get it, honey. And Angel, who is thankful for a new boyfriend, job, and car. We are so full of gratitude. We give you thanks. Amen. And yes, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, yes, Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Yes, Jesus. You can find us on social media at Yes, Jesus Pod or on our website at YasJesusPod.com. And if you like the show, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. You can find the link to do so in the show notes. If you haven't yet, leave us a review or share with a friend because doing so helps us reach new people and keeps this show running. Hey, you heard everyone else on the show do it today, leaving an audio prayer request or praise report. It's easy. They did it for this grateful Thanksgiving episode. You can do it for anytime you are ready at yesjesuspod.com. And we would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line and send us a recording at yesjesuspod.com. You can send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, an episode idea, guest idea, or even just a thank you. Thank you. So thanks. Guten Tag. Thank you so much. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, Jesus is normally hosted by Daniel Francesi, but this time, me, Ross Murray, and... And the very grateful Azariah Southworth. Thank you, Daddy. Music, sound, editing, and all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by Meredith Polly. And special thanks to Sophie Serrano and Sam Ispen. And Yes, Jesus is brought to you by Oddity. Oddity execs are Ryan Lochner, Jessica Bastios, and Steve Michaels. And we are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Hey, is this thing on? God loves you, sweetie. God loves you. So keep praising the Lord, y'all.